is back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. When it rains, it rushes right out the soil directly into the bay and ends up fertilizing the algae, which eats all the oxygen, which kills our fish. Yeah, it's so good, right? And so much of what's gained attention within our state, and as we talk about our waterways, has been a bit to the north, right? Lake O, toxic algae, the algal blooms, the discharges east and west that have caused so many problems, none the least of which have been the destruction of marine habitats, the estuaries, a major contributing factor to the record starvation of manatees, right? So that's gained attention. And what is a prominent catalyst behind all that and the growth of those algal blooms. Well, it's the agriculture industry runoff into the canals that then feed into Lake O that then are discharged into our waterways. And you got to imagine on a smaller scale that if fertilizer on a grand scale is doing that closer to home, it can certainly cause problems. And hence why, starting this past Sunday, all the way until November 1st, it is a no-go to use most fertilizers, nitrogen and phosphorus, uh, based specifically within Miami-Dade. And here to talk about all this, Aaron Cover, the program manager for Miami Waterkeeper. Aaron, appreciate the time. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you got it. Appreciate the work you guys do. So give us a little bit of an idea of why it is so important with just our own home. You know, a lot of people might think, you know, just uh, fertilizing my yard, want my grass to be green. How, what kind of harm can I really do here? Absolutely. So it's exactly what you said. Um, you know, a lot of homeowners don't realize the, the negative impacts that fertilizing their lawns in the rainy season has on our Biscayne Bay, the ecosystem health, the water quality, um, you know, that ultimately affects the manatees, like you mentioned, the seagrass beds, and even, you know, human health. So um, Miami-Dade County actually implemented a fertilizer ordinance back in April of 2021. Um, and at Miami Waterkeeper, we are really trying to, you know, push out an education and outreach campaign so homeowners and hotels and, and restaurants and companies who have lawns can understand, um, you know, it's it's really harmful to fertilize your lawns during the rainy season. Um, and one of the reasons is during the rainy season, obviously in Florida, it rains so much. So when people are applying fertilizer to their lawns, it doesn't even have the time to absorb into your plants or really make a difference. And it just ultimately runs into our waterways directly or through our storm drains. Um, so through May 15th, like you mentioned, through October 31st, um, there's a fertilizer ban in Miami-Dade County you know, just to prevent all of those extra nutrients that go into our bay and cause all of that damage. That's a great explanation, Aaron. When you take a look at the health of our waterways, and we talked about the, the manatee situation, a lot of additional attention has been brought to our waterways in part because of the manatee deaths. One of the things that's not lost on me is, well, if a mammal that large is suffering you got to imagine that a lot of other things that are a lot smaller must not be doing as well either. Absolutely. And that's, you know, manatees are these, you know, amazing, cute sea cows. Um, so a lot of people pay attention to them. But what they don't realize is that, 
you know, a lot of, like you mentioned, the smaller organisms, our seagrass beds, even fish, um, are really suffering from these increased nutrients entering the bay. And especially in the summer months, we can have massive fish kills. I'm sure most people remember back in August of 2020, we had 27,000 fish die because there was massive algae blooms and that results in decreased dissolved oxygen in the water. So the fertilizer and all those nutrients running into the water, just like it would on land, fertilizes algae and aquatic plants. Now, when they have those massive blooms because of the fertilizer, they are using up all of the dissolved oxygen. So basically any any organism that lives in the water that relies on dissolved oxygen in the water will unfortunately suffocate. And I know that sounds terrible, but that's the reality of it. Um, you know, manatees, because they're mammals, they breathe oxygen, but they're vegetarians. They're herbivores. They spend six to eight hours a day grazing on seagrasses. And when we have those major algae blooms, not only is it covering the surface and preventing light to enter into the water so the seagrasses can photosynthesize, but again, it's taking up all of that oxygen. So our seagrass beds are dying at an alarming rate, and then our manatees are starving because they have nothing to eat, along with all of the other organisms that rely on seagrass beds for food or shelter, habitat. So it, it's really, really damaging. So that's, you know, one of the reasons why this ordinance is put in place to kind of limit all those nutrients from going into the water. And, of course, there are, you know, regulations, a part of the ordinance that take place outside of the rainy season. But this is, you know, this is our main focus right now just because, you know, there are a lot of other factors in the rainy season, in the summer, that affect the quality of Biscayne Bay for humans, for animals, for plants all of that sure uh you know it's it's good intel for sure you know one of the things i'm looking for is maybe a, a catalyst turn so in speaking with save the manatees and specifically about the st Lucie estuary since that is you know kind of ground zero for the uh, seagrass die-off that's impacted manatees um seem to think that as bad as things have gotten there that maybe we're turning the corner now and maybe the worst is behind us though it could take you know a a very long time to uh to to uh, really turn the corner and, and get back to where we need to be. What are you seeing here? What are you seeing in the Bay, for example, and around you know Miami's waterways? Are we improving yet? So that is hard to tell. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's a lot easier to degrade the quality of the Bay than it is to repair it. Um, so I think we're definitely taking the right steps into improving the water quality and, and habitat for our manatees and seagrass beds. Um, but, you know, this is only the second year of the fertilizer ordinance. So I think it's going to be kind of a slow and steady process in terms of repairing that habitat. But again, you know, a lot of people might not know about the fertilizer ordinance. And so that's why Miami Waterkeeper is trying to have such a you know, um, persistent education and outreach campaign to educate people. So it'll kind of, you know, catch on and more people will realize that they can't fertilize their lawns, you know, and that'll eventually, you know, slowly repair the seagrass beds and the manatees. So it's definitely slow and steady, but we're taking, you know, the right steps. Good. All right. MiamiWaterkeeper.org is the website. Aaron Cover, Program Manager for Miami Waterkeeper. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Yeah, you as well.